Welcome back to First Lady and Friends. We're super excited. Today, We ha- it's been a while. I was sick last week. Uh, apologize for that. We, we pushed a few of these back, and we're really excited today to get going again. Um, our guest today is somebody that I just met not too long ago, so obviously we're best friends now. Exactly. And- <laughs> uh, her name is Sherry Cutler. Sher- Sherry, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. So happy you would come. Um, now, Sherry, your husband just got elected to the House of Representatives mm-hmm. here in Utah. We are, I, I have for a long time wanted to have a show with spouses because it's a unique, it's a unique thing in politics to be the spouse of an elected official, and I don't think we often get that perspective. And so, it's been something that I've I've looked forward to for a long time. So happy you're here. But let's let's start with you and your story. Um, tell me about yourself. Tell me about where you grew up. Tell me about your family. Um, let's go in that way okay. back machine and, and talk about all that. Okay, great. Oh my gosh, there's so much. <laughs> good, good. That's what we think. Like. Yeah, we're gonna try and swing this back onto somebody else. But um, so I grew up in Utah. I grew up in Davis County mainly. I'm the oldest of five children. Um, I grew up in Bountiful, Utah, um, and had a great childhood. I have great siblings. Um, I went to Bountiful High School. Played a little basketball. (laughs) I know. I know, right? Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, And then went to BYU and got a degree in business education with an emphasis in marketing. Wow. And then taught high school for a couple of years uh, up at Northridge High. Mm. And that was an interesting experience because I was – Four years older than my seniors, right? Wow, yeah. <laughs> you don't think about this, you right? Do when you, you do first not start. think about this, yeah. yeah. So, but I felt so much older than them, yeah, yeah, which was interesting because a couple of them masked me out. So oh dear! Was... <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! I know, yeah, yeah. And it's funny because now you know some of my best friends in my life are like that age, right? Like right. just like four years younger than me. Anyway, I loved that experience. Loved teaching high school. Um, in between there, between graduation and, um, teaching high school, that's where I met Paul. Okay. We were set up on a blind date by his sister-in-law and my mom. I'll do a quick little. So basically an arranged marriage. Yes. It was an arranged marriage. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's kind of a cool story though, because, so Paul's the youngest of 10 and, his older brother and his family moved into our ward when I was like, I want to say 12. Mm-hmm. And she was like my young woman's advisor. And, but I never knew that this younger brother even existed, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> which is probably good, really. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so one day she and my mom were talking and they put two and two together that Paul was served or had served in my mom's brother's mission in Korea. Okay. So my uncle's mission. So they decided we should be set up. So that's mm. how that happened. And it was very quick and very apparent that we were going to get married. So mm. so in between there, we got engaged and I taught the first um, half of the year engaged. And then we got married in November. Um 
so taught at Northridge for a couple of years, and then I had my first child, Rebecca, and then quit to stay home and raise my kids. Um, I have Rebecca, who's now 27. Sorry, honey, if that's wrong. <laughs> I always have to remember. See, how old are you? I always have to remember the year. I'm yeah. like, I always, actually, yeah. she's turning 27. That's what okay. It is. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, and she is married to an amazing guy named Kyle, and they live in Lubbock right now. Mm-hmm. Going, he's finishing up law school, and they have my one grandbaby, mm-hmm. who is adorable. She was born on my birthday. A birthday buddy. I know. Not even induced. Like, just oh, happened. So it's meant so to great. be. We are BFFs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Of course. <laughs> of course. And then I have another daughter who um, is 24, and she just got married a couple of years ago, about a year and a half ago. Um, they're both down at BYU. He's an amazing guy, too. Thrilled with that. Um, and then I have a son who's 21 and just returned home from a mission last July. Mm-hmm. And he's now at BYU as well, hanging out with his siblings. And then um, and then I had a little baby. His name is Ashton. He had trisomy 13. Mm-hmm. And he lived for about half an hour. Oh, so we gosh. have a little angel guy there mm-hmm. that's like very involved in the family still. Yes. And we miss him. But, um, so then I have Taylor who's, he is, um, in seventh grade, 13. Hmm. Um, but because of our baby that we lost in there, there's this big gap. So it's been interesting for him. It's like being an only child. Wow. Okay. I, that was a lot. That was, that was fantastic. (laughs) It was perfect. Exactly what we wanted to hear. Um, I love that. And I love that, um, you know, it's, it's. I love that you know this this having that special child that you, that you have and and is still part of you and mm-hmm. and um, is just beautiful. We've been you know as you know we work a lot with um, our special Olympians and um, yeah. it's dear to my heart. So I know that you know as parents um, we all go through different things and 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 Absolutely. our families help shape us yeah. who we are and yeah. and that's really fun and having a younger one all by themselves mm-hmm. is we're experiencing that right <laughs> yes, now you not, are. probably not quite the gap four years yeah. but yeah. yeah all four years of high school we're hanging out mm-hmm. with her and mm-hmm. she's about done with us so mm-hmm. i think i think taylor feels the same and yeah. he's got a ways to go with us yeah. still <laughs> he'll get used to it he'll yeah. get used to okay, it okay let's hope uh so fun well um so tell me a little bit about your journey to go into education. Okay. Yeah, just talk a little bit about, you know, what what that decision was like. Okay. Um I First of all, let me just say I was just so shy mm-hmm. growing up. Like Really? Just yeah, I'm actually an introvert. You would never guess. No, I would not. <laughs> I know and everything is so different. Introverts, extroverts. There's so many um, like variables. I feel. Oh like, yeah. Oh totally. There's. I'm different in different situations. Totally. I feel like yes. In some oh ways totally. Too. Me too. Yeah. So hundred yeah. percent. So anyway, I um, never really thought about it, and then when I hit high school, I had some amazing teachers, but one in particular that I. I'm thinking of was my calculus teacher and my physics teacher. His name was Doc Harvey. Hey, Doc. I think he's still kicking out there somewhere. Um, He was awesome. 
he was such a good teacher and I was just kind of drawn to like we need better teachers, right? Yeah. We need really good teachers. And then I think I came by it um honestly. My grandmother was a teacher and my grandfather was a teacher and then my mother, she taught um it's now Salt Lake Community College, but it was trade tech back when she was mm-hmm. teaching there. She taught English. So I think it was already in my blood a little bit. Yeah. Um but I had to overcome this talking in front of people yeah, thing, right? Yeah. And especially high schoolers, it's yes, terrifying. I know. Isn't that so funny that I picked high school? Yeah. But I, I, I just, I love that age. I love that age group so much. Um, so anyway, that's kind of what led me to it. And I just, I love it so much. That's amazing. Yeah. I had a high school teacher English teacher that would say he he was a PhD and so I mean like he's one of the smartest people mm-hmm. so talented mm-hmm. um, that I knew and he was teaching high school in a little rural high school yeah. just because he loved it yeah. and and it was so great and he said I remember one time people would always ask him why do you you know why are you teaching he could be at any university yeah. he could be doing anything yeah. he wanted yeah. he was at this little rural high school and he said uh, I just really like high schoolers. They're almost like real people, which I thought was really good. <laughs> yeah, They're a little, yeah, you almost, know, little yeah. half-baked. <laughs> yes. So exactly. I, I, I always love that. Well, I want yes, to get I into talking a little bit more about um, some of the stuff we've been up to yes. uh, together. Yep. Okay. So we'll do that when we come right back. We're back here with Sherry Cutler. She is a new uh, spouse to a new. You're not a new spouse. You're a not new, a new spouse. You're yeah. a <laughs> spouse of a new legislator. Let's put it that way. Um, and first of all, let's let's talk about that part. Let's do it. What I mean, I think my my long history of a political spouse is is well documented, um, and so. I kind of I've been in your shoes and so I I I know that's why we connect at least one of the ways yeah, we connect. For sure. But talk about what that decision was like to run, talk about, you know, maybe the, what led up to that and and then talk about how it's been so far. This is your first session. Mm-hmm. Um we're we're almost to the end. Tomorrow's the last day of the session. Yes, <laughs> we got this. <laughs> it's time for everyone to go home and yes. relax yes. and calm down. So, talk a little bit about um, you know, your journey there. Okay. So, um, first I'll go back to Paul's mother. So Paul, um, when Paul was five years old or six, his dad passed away. So he was raised primarily by his mom. Ten kids. Yeah. Yeah. And some of them were older than him. Like he has nieces and nephews older than him. It's a okay. whole thing. We can, yeah, well, no, <laughs> we can, I understand. We can totally go there. I come from a family of 10. So there so, you go. Yeah. So yeah. I you get, get it. it. You yeah. totally get it. Yeah. Um, but his mom, one of the things that she instilled in him was this concept of um, being active in the community. Mm. She wasn't necessarily like there in person, but if she had an opinion or an idea that she wanted to share. She would write letters to the editor. She would write to her legislators um, and just try to stay active that way and and kind of instilled this, like, if you're if you have a problem with something, then 
maybe we get involved so that we can find a solution kind of wow. a thing, right? Novel idea. Yeah, I know. It's it's crazy. <laughs> so just yelling. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. Out into the void yeah. or out into social media. Yes. yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We both have stories. Yes. Anyway, um, so he, when we came back to Utah, um, we lived in Texas for a while and we came back to Utah. He finished his executive MBA and then he decided he wanted to run for city council. Like he always wanted to kind of like his mom instilled in him, have a voice and feel like he was making a difference in his community. Right. So he ran and won and did that for eight years and then took a little break Mm -hmm. and then um, was asked to run for mayor. And so we did that for four and he, um, was going to run again and filed. And then we prayed about it. Did not feel good about running for a second term. So then he took another little break um, and then decided to run for legislature. And that one was actually, he kind of always wanted to do something at the state level Mm -hmm. after having such a great experience at the, um, the more local level. Right. Yep. And with that experience, having been, you know, the the local level and being able to transfer that and understand where the local people are coming from and then take that up to the state level. So that was, that's kind of, you know, he'd probably be able to tell you more, but. (laughs) No, that's, and I'm sure that decision together, I mean, I'm sure. Yes, for sure. Involves the whole family. It involves a lot of. Absolutely. You know, you have to prep for a lot of, um, you know, I don't, I think it's, there's probably always been this some element of of sort of the negative vitriolic mm-hmm. rhetoric that that you know goes on in the public sphere. But I I don't know. Maybe it's just because we're in it right now. It just mm-hmm. feels a lot more. Um, and there's more yeah. avenues. Yeah. I think you yeah, know as far sure. as social media goes to to really um, be negative and. And and mm-hmm. also positive too. I mean, I, yeah, that's. Yeah. I don't know if, if this is your experience. I remember when Spencer was first in the legislature. I, I remember so, so many people. I don't know how you you know your husband can be up there with all those you know terrible people and and I yeah. and I just took every opportunity I could to say actually mm-hmm. our experience has been very different. Our experience yeah. has been that these are some really incredible people. Yeah. You may not agree with them or agree with certain positions on certain bills or whatever, but you, but the vast majority of them are in good faith working on something they believe in. Yes, 100%. Oh my gosh. Yes. I, yeah. How, how has it been as far as have you gotten those kinds of comments or have you gotten, um, you know, negative? Have you seen some negative stuff? Um, yeah. I mean, there always is, right? Right. Um, and you've been in the local government, which again, like, even, I would say, you know, see if you agree, even worse in a lot of aspects on that front, because when you're the mayor or the city councilman or something like that, it's so personal to people that the issues that they're dealing with. I mean, like it's the cemetery Mm -hmm. or it's the I mean, people (laughs) get real, real worked up about the cemetery. Oh, yeah. 
I'm telling you, we had a cemetery thing going on in Santa Rosa. It's a thing. It's it a, thing. a thing, Abby. Not just in Fairview. <laughs> no. Uh, no. The weeds, the, yes. you know, like. We had the deer. We had a deer, deer thing going on. Yes. Eating people's tomatoes. Yes. Stuff. Right? It's important. And I always thought, you know, like, it, I always have this this moment where I'm like, I wish that's the most upsetting thing that. Yeah. That in my life. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And that, <laughs> that my tomatoes were being eaten yes, by deer. Like yes. that oh, would be my goodness. Yeah. If I if I could get that upset about something like that, wow, that I must life must be pretty yes, good. Exactly. I had this one experience that this totally goes to what you're talking about. Um I I'm not going to say like the exact specific situation that was going on because I don't want to throw anyone under the bus. But there was um, – it gets hard sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I might even get emotional. Um, anyway, he uh, – stuff was going on and there lies – you know, people say things that aren't yep. true and all of that. So yep. super fun. Um, and I remember having this moment – Shortly thereafter, after after coming through the other side, and and um, the current president of our country, um, his wife and oh my goodness, sorry, his wife and daughters were um, under attack, yeah. and I did not vote for this president, but I have such compassion for these families. Yep. Like, do you recognize this is these girls' daddy that we're yeah. talking about, or the girls themselves? And I just, um, I just want people to to remember that, mo- for the most part, people are just humans. Yes. <laughs> well, all of them are humans, yes. but yes. but they're just humans, and they're all trying to do what they think is right. There are outliers for sure, but remember that they have families and. The humanity of it. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so glad you you brought that up. And yeah. that I mean, I, I feel the same way. I mean, I've I've met you know Democrat presidents. Yes. I've met Republican yes. presidents. I've yes. met you know Democrats in the legislature, Republicans. I'm yes. telling you, like all across the board. I that's why you know for Spencer and I, it's been like we. I don't love the label of of yeah. party because yeah. to me. Again, it is exactly like you said, it's humans mm-hmm. and, you know, whether we disagree or, you know, whether we agree or whether we violently agree. Right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. There's that. Or violently disagree. <laughs> disagree. Um, we do have to remember mm-hmm. that. And that's why I love to do this podcast. And I'm so mm-hmm. glad you brought that up. And it's why I wanted to have you on here, because I want people to understand you know, this point of view that, that regardless of whether you agree or disagree with somebody, we, they do have families and they do have dearly held beliefs. Yes. Yes. And also that some of the things you hear, you know, before you lose your mind. Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. Ask what the real story is because for the most part, it's usually yeah. not what you heard. Right. Even if you hear it from a beloved church member. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yes. It may not be true still. It may not and not be to true. throw them under the bus either. Like we don't, sometimes we don't know where the source is. That's, and so go to the source. And yes. And, and, and also, um, 
for me, you know, we come from a really small town and, and when I, you know, during our campaign and since you, you see somebody that, that says something really terrible about you mm-hmm. that you knew, that you know, yeah. and maybe you've, maybe we've known him our whole lives. Yes. Yeah. And all of a sudden I'm like, wait, wait. but you know him. Yeah. Yes. Like, you know his like, heart. Yes. And yet you're going to believe some stranger on yes. Facebook rather yeah. than the person yeah. that you know and love. Yeah. Why are we not going? No way. Yeah. No way would this be him, right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Or there must be yeah. a reason why yeah. he voted he, this way yes. or why he supported yeah. this. There must be something. Yeah. something you know, to and it. I think that's that's a good lesson for all of us in everything that we do because I mean, I work so much with kids in schools and and again, you as a former educator, kids are watching. Yeah. And they're watching our interactions yeah. with each other and and what I see is devastating. If I'm seeing all the stuff they're mm-hmm. seeing it too oh for sure and they're watching terrible behavior being modeled yeah. and and that's destructive yeah. Yeah. um i want to get into some really fun stuff that we've been okay. doing together and we'll do that when we come right back we're back here with sherry cutler her husband paul is a new legislator and we've been talking all things political spouses. And one thing that we've been doing uh, the last several years is um, doing a service project with all of the legislative spouses. And, I, and it's seriously one of my favorite events that we do so all fun. year. And so and I think partly is because that across the aisle type um, mm. yes. feel and, yeah. and actual, you know, logistically, yeah. it's, it's people from both sides of the aisle. Um, I know it's always tricky to get um, a lot of our male spouses there. Mm-hmm. But I love when they come. Uh, I love, you know, having a diverse group there Mm -hmm. together. It's really fun. Um, So I just I'm going to have you tell a little bit about what we did this year because it was super fun. Oh, my goodness. It was so fun. So we put together like family. What would you call them? Family night. Like, yeah. Connection. Yeah. Connection. kits Where. Um, our cute foster families would have a kit where they could play games and have some snacks and just connect um, with each other and have some time. You know, there's a lot that that goes into managing a family and running a family, especially when we have a situation like foster care. It's not always easy. Yeah. It's very beautiful, but not always easy. And to be able to have some um, some activities for them to do where they can just have fun. Yeah. So we put those together and then we made um we put together some valentines and little bears and you'll have to remind me which went to who cuz I can't remember. Yeah, so we it, it's fun because you know the organizations that that I work with is, are Utah Foster Care and Raise the Future are two to, two of the organizations that we work with in the um the foster care space or the child welfare space. Mm-hmm. Um one so the Utah Foster Care is the one that we put together the kits for. Okay. They, yeah. They're a great organization where they um, recruit and retain, you know, help retention and training of our foster families. Okay. And so those are the where we were, those are where the connection kits went to, the family connection kits. And then the Valentines, Raise the Future works with our population of kids who are waiting for families and yeah. and it's such a heartbreaking situation where there's kids who have been in several different placements and they don't have permanency yeah. 
So their parents' parental rights have been terminated and they don't have a home. They don't have a permanent place to be. So they end up in sort of these group home situations and, and they have a lot of distrust for the system, as you can imagine. Yeah. So we did some Valentine's kits or Valentine's for little bags for each of those kids um, in, in that, in that population. So it was super fun. It was so fun. And then we got to have lunch, which was fun, but I, I was so touched by the panel that we got to listen to. Yeah. Talk a little bit about that. Oh my goodness. (laughs) So we had, um, two ladies who were current foster moms, right? Correct me if I get this wrong. Okay. And then we had one adorable human. I can't remember her name who was in the foster system and aged out, as I recall. Mm -hmm. And she now works for foster care, Mm -hmm. right? Yep. Um, And and I don't remember. We had the mediator guy. What was his name? (laughs) Do you remember? No. I remember his name. Okay. It's all good. (laughs) Anyway, um, he asked them questions about their experiences and and what it was like for our one – adorable person growing up in foster care and now her turning around and working in um, that space. And I just, these people are angels yeah. on a lot earth. Of, a lot of tears. Yes. Lots of tears. <laughs> I had lots of tears. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it is, you know, it's one of those places, like I was just saying, it's beautiful and painful and amazing and all of those things. And there are very few um, situations like that. Yeah. And the depth of feeling and the depth of love that people can, um, it's carved out of them. Yeah. If that makes sense, yeah. right? You That ability yeah. to feel that deeply towards someone. Anyway, I was just, I was touched. I loved it. It was awesome. And, and you know, it's, it's interesting because I get so many people say to me, and I think there were a lot in that room kind of saying this to themselves, like, I don't think I could ever do that. I don't think mm-hmm. I could ever, you know, bring somebody in my home knowing that either they're going to be reunited or, you know, that I might not keep them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know, those of us who are parents, who are mothers, who, who know the depth of feeling as it relates to motherhood yeah. um, and parenthood, I, I, I think... You know, and I've documented this on my on this podcast, but, you know, as a as a gestational carrier, as a surrogate, mm-hmm. um, there's a there's this interesting moment when you're trying to um, sort of thwart the most powerful bond in nature yeah. and knowing that this child is not yours, yeah. but still trying to have the trying to be the person that child needs in that moment. And that's where I think the foster that's, I I relate to foster Mm -hmm. mothers in that. I mean, it's a very different type of situation, but yeah, but same, same, I mean, different, but same. Yeah. I mean, I think those feelings of us and I think we're afraid of those feelings sometimes of being hurt. And so Mm -hmm. we, we shy away from, Hey, I don't, I don't want to get involved in that. That's, that feels like it would, it's too, painful it's too hard mm-hmm. um but i i shared this experience that day about my my friend who 
who got a foster child, a baby, an infant, and, you know, lots of infertility. And this was a great moment. And not knowing, is she keeping him? Is she not? Is, you know, is this baby going back? What, you know, you just don't know. And I remember her just going through this turmoil. And then one day I was talking to her a few weeks in and she said, you know what? She's like, I finally came to this really peaceful moment where I could say, it doesn't matter whether this child is leaving or staying because what this child needs right now is all the love Mm -hmm. I can give him. Mm -hmm. And in this moment, whether it's a long moment or a short short moment, Mm -hmm. this child needs me to be his hero, his protector, his love and give him everything I possibly can. So I, that's what I think was beautiful as we heard those stories. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel, um, as you talk about that, like the situation with the baby that I lost, we found out early on, um, you know, that he wasn't going to live, but we didn't know when. So we're carrying a baby and you know, the, the idea that I could lose him at any time during Mm -hmm. the pregnancy and having those same feelings, like it's like, all right, well, right now, we're going to connect. Wow. Right? And yes. it's similar to being a surrogate. Like, okay, this is where we are right now. We're going to connect. We're going to give all the love. We're going to spend all the time we can rather than worrying about future. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And just do the best we can to connect. Yeah. The other thing that I loved um, that you talked about at that um, event was the concept of there are so many ways to help, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like maybe the fit is not that you become a foster parent, yeah. but maybe the fit is that you support your support system. And interestingly, you know, many of us go to church around here and we have similar things set up. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so it seems like a natural thing where maybe um, maybe you take the kids for a night. Maybe you bring in a meal. Maybe you recognize that they're going through something hard and um, send them a note, yep. you know, everybody can get involved in some way. That's exactly right. Yeah. And that's we're you know, through our, our work with with our um, in this foster care space, that's this idea of care communities. Yes. Yeah. Uh, being a part of somebody's care community mm-hmm. that's doing this work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we can all we can all do something. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think I think that's really a thing big part of what our work is mm-hmm. um talk a little bit before we before we end here talk a little bit about um maybe the experiences that you've had with other spouses in the legislature i mean we've had this but mm-hmm. talk a little bit about I, I think people don't realize it is kind of a a fraternity or a sorority yeah. and and yeah. it feels like it's an interesting uh, place to be yeah it's like you have an instant family which yeah. is fun and <laughs> it's one of those tricky ones where it's like uh, here are 74 people for you. Like, <laughs> That's right. Good luck. <laughs> good luck. Have a, know have all a their names yeah. together. I remember teaching high school and I couldn't remember, like it took me forever to remember my students' names. But um, but it's it's awesome because you show up and there are always people that, you know, come sit by me or whatever, right? Because when you're a newbie, yeah. it's, that, it's that state where <laughs> you're like, ah. <laughs> it's, it's funny to watch because we... we 
it, it really is. And, and we've all been there. We've all oh, been yeah. there in kindergarten. Yeah. We've all been there. If yes. we moved, we all went to middle school. Yes. We all went to high school. And that, yes. that's scary. And and if the funny thing is, it feels a lot like it's that. It's the same. It is. It you is. don't you don't ever grow out of this. No. And when, the, when you're in the legislature, it is. It's like... I'm a freshman. Do yeah. I have friends? Yeah. Who's my lunch buddy? Right. Someone going to stick me in a locker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and by the end, oh, it's so great. By the end of the session, yeah. even that first session, yeah. I mean the la- you have to understand like the last night of the session and you'll get this tomorrow mm-hmm. night. It's a blast yeah. because you so there's fun. the pressure's let out of the room mm-hmm. the pressure's off mm-hmm. everybody's come together we've all fought over all the different bills. All the things and this is what people don't understand in the general public is mm-hmm. that even though we're disagreeing vehemently disagreeing on a lot of issues mm-hmm. when it comes to that last night people yes. are genuine friends yes they That's really what are I even though i've it. I've disagreed with you on this issue. Mm-hmm. We are still friends. Yes. Yes. And that's what the public doesn't see, yeah. which I wish they had. They I could wish see they more. did, too. Yeah. They they kind of take what they see maybe nationally. And we don't, again, we don't even know. Like, we don't really know. People need to know. They don't really know. But yeah. sometimes we kind of take what we hear in the news nationally and we assume that everyone hates each other. Yeah. And um not that way at least not here (laughs) it it isn't in my experience it really isn't in fact i was um i was talking to the senate president a few weeks ago and he was going on and on and on about this new democrat legislator Mm -hmm. that he just thought was fantastic Mm -hmm. and i thought you know that's that's what people need to see i wish that everybody had a little glimpse into what you and i have seen which is that you know, it's the sausage making. It is. It's really hard and it's mm-hmm. really messy. Mm-hmm. And that's the process. Yeah, it is. But in the end, we really all are trying to do what we believe is right. Yes. And we really are friends yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. Well said. Well said. <laughs> <laughs> Thank it's you, so Sherry. Good. This has been a delight for me. And again, these are making friendships like this. Yeah makes everything worth it for Love everything it. we do in politics. And so I appreciate you coming on and, and speaking about this with me Thank today. Thank you so much for having me. It's been so fun. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks.